know when you spend so much time in lockdown you just find yourself losing your mind radio verulam at the weekend hello everyone dan berry back again for another sunday showcase podcast happy sunday ah the bank holidays as if we didn't have enough of those already and it's been a nice weekend so far obviously it's a shame that the hertfordshire county show couldn't go ahead as planned this year I know a few people are disappointed about that, myself included. As you may know, we at Radio Verulam are often there getting in on all the excitement that's going on down there. Uh, But I suppose, like Eurovision, it'll be back bigger and better next year. We hope. Optimism for 2021. Coming up in today's little show, a few tips on Monday, some Sunday shout-outs, and another of our Live From Lockdown interviews as I chat to relationship coach and millionaire matchmaker Siobhan Copeland on Looking for Love in Lockdown. Love never dies. Oh, and by the way, if you would like a shout out for any reason, really, but this is just a few suggestions, just let your imagination run wild. But to get you started, it could be, I don't know, a birthday message or an anniversary, or if you know someone who was getting married this weekend and you want to remind them and upset them, or just send your love to someone. Uh, you can send your emails to daniel at radioverulam.com, daniel at radioverulam.com, but I'm also on social media as well, probably best by email to get in touch because I'm always leaving my phone in stupid places. The sooner you send in your message, the more likely it'll be read out. Just something to bear in mind. Yep, I've told them. I've told them. They can't say I didn't tell them. They know. Enjoy, everyone. Radio Verulam, 92.6 FM. For those of us who are stuck at home wondering, when will things be back to how they were before? Why not try listening to this? Tips for Monday. Uh, the best ways, a couple of tips um, to sort of battle the conflicts of the Monday morning blues. Uh, my first tip for you this week is identify the problem. Are you burned out from planning late into each weekend or each weeknight? Uh, maybe you're dreading dealing with a certain colleague or you aren't just sort of feeling prepared for a particular lesson. Uh, if you are feeling sort of anxious, um, then there's a specific ways to take action. However, if you are... Um, sort of like a sport, sportaic um, Monday, uh, Sunday night jitters or just sort of fairly uh, infrequent uh, heading to uh, head towards more general strategies um, for sort of like to sort of give you a better sort of well-being I suppose uh, plan a great weekend see friends uh, not seeing anyone do a yoga class uh, just sort of go out for a long walk um, and just sort of have something to look forward to at the back of your mind because that will give, sort of give you something to sort of spur you on. Um, end well on a Friday. It's hard to enjoy your weekend when you know it's sort of like a desk when you've got a desk full of work or something. Uh, instead, make Friday afternoon your uh, designated planning time um, of you know what you're doing this, doing this then, and doing that and doing that when, etc. Um, so those are just a couple of tips, uh, and I'll have I'll have more for you next Sunday. Radio Verulam at the weekend. Stick around because there'll be Sunday shout-outs coming your way very shortly. Before that, it's now time for another of our Live From Lockdown interviews. And today's guest is here to share her matchmaking advice and her top tips for those of us looking for love in lockdown. It's a pleasure to welcome onto the show for the first time, Siobhan Copeland. Hi, Siobhan. Hi, Daniel. Hi. Thank you so much for inviting me. Oh, you're very welcome. So before we sort of get on to niceties in a second, uh, how have you been? How's your week been? Are you doing okay? Yeah, do you know what? It's been pretty good. It's been pretty full on. It's amazing, actually, how busy I've been on the matchmaking front. I think people are definitely um, focusing on the fact that they're they're in lockdown without a partner and they'd like to 
change that situation you know going forwards um and yeah just been spending lots of family time uh got two young ones that are keeping us busy hmm. so it's been all good oh lovely okay uh but in sort of lockdown and this sort of unprecedented times what do you do to relax so to be honest for me i must admit having a glass of wine is definitely something that i look forward to at the end of the night when the children are in bed a nice glass of red sit in the garden in fact we've been doing a lot of uh stargazing lately actually my partner and i we literally just late at night and the stars are out slave a glass of wine and it's all good to have conversation but sometimes it's really nice to enjoy the quiet time uh you don't get much of that with two young children so for me it's quiet time bit of stargazing bit of a glass of wine and uh, yeah, that's that's good for me. And a bit of chocolate is always good as well. Okay, um, so you're a re- so you're a relationship coach, and obviously, don't mean to be rude. I don't mean to sound rude, and there's no offence meant to my incredulity here. But I wouldn't initially think that some people would actually need coaching to get into mm-hmm. a relationship. Yeah, well, yeah, that's it. You would think that it's so easy just to you know find love. Fall, in a, fall into a relationship, stay in a relationship. But the truth of the matter is, more than half of marriages, particularly first-time marriages, end in divorce. So that those statistics alone show us that most people are either making poor choices in regards to who they're picking for a partner, or they just haven't quite got the skills to maintain a relationship and um, it really is about it, it is it is something that you re- requires skills it seems as though it's something that's just like human nature but actually you know as human beings we're very complex and um, I think that we're all a little bit going into things with these sort of preconceived ideas about what we expect from a person how much we're willing to give of ourselves to a person there's really so much at play and i think the dating uh, side of things in itself is a bit of a minefield for many people particularly because we've got what appears to be so much choice to be able to meet someone now but that's not necessarily um a positive thing having too much choice you know because then becomes the problem of okay so how do I narrow this down to just one person right um so and and there's so many people that are on these apps that are single but not necessarily at the same stage as you so it's also trying to differentiate okay who's single and looking for a hookup Mm. who's single and you know it is a um, bit it is a bit confusing and some things can sometimes get a bit lost in translation because you're never too sure especially with things like um i don't know tinder and uh dating apps like hinge uh or um bumble um because you're kind of meeting people on the internet so their kind of idea may be a little bit different to yours like you could go into this looking for a long-term relationship when they're just looking for um a friend or something not too serious so um how how do you kind of in your experience what do you think makes a good match so the thing about matching and i've found over doing it for years is you can have a big checklist right of what you're looking for but really 
that's not the most important thing about the list, right? In fact, when somebody comes to me as a potential client and doesn't really have a list, I'm quite quite pleased about that, you know, in a sense. It, because for me, it, it really is about the connection, right? Because that's really what it comes down to. It's not about, you know, having to have the same income or be a certain height or certain cultural background like none of that really matters when it comes down to connection and it's really about for me I'm very intuitive with my matching so it's based on having a really honest open conversation with someone and relaying the kind of conversations that I've had with other people and then saying actually from speaking to these people and what it is that they say about themselves and what it, it is that they say is important to them in regards to their values, can I see these two people actually sitting down, having a really good conversation and just everything flowing well? So that's really what it comes down to. So, I mean, just going into a little bit about, you know, your background and yourself, uh, how long have you, how long, or how long have you been a relationship? sort of the mat, doing the matchmaking thing or when did you know that this was, that this was something that you could help people with? Mm. So about 10 years ago, I was working with a comedian, actually, and we were running comedy shows, and he suggested to me that he was seeing so many single men and women come to the shows time and time again, and they were clearly hoping to meet someone, but no one was really approaching. Um, so he came up with the idea and suggested to me that I organise a speed dating event, um, and that was 10 years ago, and it was really good fun. And then people started asking me, you know, when's the next one? When's the next one? So I just kept doing them. Um, and then I realized that there were people that were obviously, you know, not everyone would come to each one. So, of course, I've met people from like the last event and I'm seeing people at the new event. And I'm thinking, oh, do you know what? You probably would have liked that guy from last week or that mm -hmm. girl from the week before, you know. And so I then had this sort of database and I just said, um, one day I just emailed them and said, would anyone be interested in me just like putting you in touch with people who I think that you might get on with, you know, yeah. on a one-on-one -on -one date? Just sort of casually, really. And um, and the response was pretty overwhelming. Pretty much nearly everyone that comes to the event wanted me to set them up on a one-on-one -on -one date. So I started to do it as a hobby, really. Um, but then I, but then when I started hearing back, like sometimes through the grapevine or sometimes directly that people were getting engaged, people were moving in together. I was like, wow, maybe I've got like a knack for this. But I didn't see it at the time as it could be a job. It's like, how do you get a job just like setting people up on dates? Like I just didn't see how that was even a conceivable idea. Um, it was only when someone actually said to me, oh, you're like the millionaire matchmaker. Um, and I was like, what's that? Like, and I'm not, I'm not dealing with millionaires, but they were like, oh no, it's a show about like matchmaking. And I looked it up and I saw, lo and behold, there was someone out there that was making a career out of doing exactly what I was doing. Um, and then I got uh, made redundant from my office job. And the bosses there actually said, Siobhan, do us a favor, don't go out and get another job. You've got a business, just go and do it. And I took their advice seven years ago and I've not looked back. Oh, perfect. Fun matchmaking ideas, uh, suggestions for online dating. One of these things, well, I suppose you can explain this better than I can, but the, the thing about P 
people text people sending pictures of their food do you know what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah so no. i've partnered up with uh, another instagram uh, page that's uh, called pick a dinner um pick as in without the k um as in like a picture uh so basically the idea they originally was using the page to actually just people would submit photos of their food and then they would like win a dinner for two out at a restaurant but obviously right now we can't do that so i suggested to the owner i like the idea of setting people up on dates through you know their love of food so instead of showing pictures of people, we're actually just going to show them what they're having for dinner, have a bit of a bio about them. And if anybody's interested, then we're setting up virtual dinner dates. So that's been going really well. Um, and it takes that little bit of, it's, it's fun because at the end of the day, it's like you're, again, it's like a talking point, you know, just about the kind of food that you like, what you, if you like to cook, you know, where you'd normally go out to eat. ask each other about what food we like you mm. know like i think the other day it was always like what do you prefer you know um opal fruits or starburst or you know like this sort of thing but it's always, it's always that thing of you know like what would you choose between you know would you rather have white chocolate or dark chocolate or an orange or an apple or you know it's just it's silly like but we still do stuff yeah. like that um to this day it just keeps it quite fun actually so um yeah, no, so the pickers in a thing is good. If anyone's interested in that and you like, you know, showing off your, your cooking skills, because it's an opportunity as well to kind of like, you know, show, I suppose, what someone would be getting in a relationship because mealtimes in a relationship is like, you know, that both at work every day. I mean, it's one of the few moments in the day where you, you hopefully get to come together and. Yeah, you've been discuss, out working, you've know, been out, and, especially if you have busy jobs it's, and the two people come in from work and they start sort of cooking now it's probably the first time that they've actually spoken yes yeah exactly so, so what a, so what, really so what a nice thing to just kind of sit down cook something that's probably going to take no more than 15 minutes sit it down have a home-cooked meal which is sort of good and nutritious and then just sort of talk about each other's days exactly and then exactly just and then that. just chill and relax and go to bed early absolutely <laughs> well depends you don't have to go to bed early you're gonna get, you're gonna I, just said, early. I just said that i just said that i just yeah <laughs> I just said that. You as, could, I just said you that. Could go to bed early, but not go to sleep early. <laughs> yeah, I just said you could read. You could always read. Um, you could do more than that. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So, rounding this off, what are your five top dating tips for people looking to get into a relationship? Yeah, I think that there's a few things. I mean, it, it's all dependent on a person's circumstances, as I say, because everybody's got slightly different. Um, circumstances but I say on the on the whole um, most people are going to be using online uh, methods at the moment so with that being the case and even if you're working with a matchmaker it's really important that you have some good photos I know a lot of people don't like taking photos don't feel they have good photos then just don't put yourself out there until you feel you do <laughs> because you know you don't get much of a chance um, to make the second impression so you need to make sure that your photos show you uh, clearly, show you how you are recently. I would say definitely want at least a headshot and it kind of at least a mid to full length shot as well. So people can actually see that, you know, what your physique is like as well as your face. Um, and I would say try to steer away from, because a lot of time people will do photos where they've got loads of people in the photo and then it, it makes it really hard to decipher like, who am I actually looking at? So 
try to have it at least, you know, mainly with you, but maybe you and another friend at the most in one one or two of the pictures, but mainly they want to see you, right? Yeah. So, um, and plus, I don't know, your friend might not actually want to be on dating sites. So you might not want to put a picture with them on their either. The other thing is about writing your bio. So sometimes people don't even bother to write a bio and that's a mistake because then people think, well, this person's not really serious, you know, on here for anything and what do I even, what can I even start to say to them because I can't see anything about them other than their pictures. Um, so when you're writing the bio, I would say short, sweet and punchy. You don't want to tell someone your whole life story and you don't want to start saying, like a lot of people tend to do this you know no time wasters or don't bother matching me and not send me a message or you know just anything like that that makes it seem like you've got a bit of a bee in your bonnet right yeah exactly i suppose it's, so you as, yeah you are always kind of looking to sell yourself or kind of like a fake it till you make it type thing I think you know, what you want to do is basically just put the best version of yourself forward you know I think that's what it's about we all know we've got flaws and we've all got you know we can be grouchy or whatever but you don't want to present that being the, the it, thing about you that it's your kind that. of your best qualities why you should choose me over somebody else yeah and I think as well you don't want to start saying you know don't contact me if you're this or don't come if you're that or or when people say things like looking for someone who's loyal like when you write stuff like that that straight away says to people you've probably been cheated on you've probably got a bit of a you know a bit of baggage so you wanted to say you have to be very careful with the words that you use so it's just using real positive connotations and just saying like something about yourself you don't need to say what you're looking for in a person because if you say you know for example you know i'm a bit of a geek I'm into this and that, you know, um, I like to travel, whatever it is, you're just saying a bit about yourself and someone can go, ah, me too. And that's why they're gonna connect with you. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a nice kind, it's a nice way of kind of getting your foot in the door. Absolutely, yeah. Short little bio, short and sweet, you say something about yourself. It also says as well, like you, you know yourself, you know, if you don't, if you can't even write up a few lines about yourself, then you need to ask yourself, do I really know like what I'm about do I really know myself well enough you mm. know and if you don't then you need to get to know yourself and get to know what it is you do like and you know what makes you tick um and yeah even what ticks you off but you don't want to write about in the first instance um and then I would also say the other thing is it's just like messages don't spend so much time worrying about like what to say and saying the right thing it should feel like how a conversation would flow naturally between you know, friends essentially. Like you don't struggle to think about what to say to your friends, but yet we struggle and overthink so much about what to say to a new acquaintance. So I think you need to just kind of take that pressure off and just go, I can have a conversation, like, and just have one. Mm. And I, I would say, again, not focusing too much on the messages because it is tempting to get into that, oh, what to say next, jump on the phone. Because then when you're having a phone, conversation is so much easier for things to flow talking but you're on sort of social media you've got a website you are sort of googleable how can people sort of find you if they want to look for you 
you can catch me on on the website which is um cupidinthecity.com and on instagram i'm ask ms cupid m-s-c-u-p-i-d and on facebook is cupid in the city is my page as well um and yeah you can see i've got 100 percent good reviews no complaints so yeah no if anyone wants to have a chat i'll be happy to schedule in some time to see if i can i can help in any way and it's anyone of all ages that you can do it's not just people of a certain age or a certain gender you are you are generally available to everyone who we yeah, want to yeah. people sort of looking to help who wants it absolutely yeah, yeah quite right yeah as long as they're just you say looking looking for something long term um then yeah oh fabulous okay um that kind of rounds us off to a nice close i think um it'd be not it'd be really if you're ever in st Albans, it'd be really nice to uh meet you properly siobhan and yeah. if i'm ever back in, if um if i'm ever back in the studio which will be sooner rather than later back to normal or some form of normality uh I, th- I think it'd be nice to actually for you to come into the studio if you've got anything else on and to sort of meet you and see you and chat to you then yeah i'd love that Oh, fantastic. Hopefully sooner than later. Yeah, <laughs> fab. Okay. Stay safe and uh, all the best to you and your work and your family. And uh, yeah, look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you. Thanks for talking. Thanks, ta- so thanks much, Daniel. Thanks for chatting to me. Take care. Bye, Bye now. Radio Verulam, 92.6 FM. It's the bit you and I look forward to the most. It's time for Sunday shout outs. Sunday shout-outs go out to Bobby in Chiswell Green, Hannah in Berkhamstead, who's expecting her first baby with partner Molly, congratulations. Uh, Joanna in Hitchin, hi. Callum in Tittenhanger, Connor in Oldgate, hope you're enjoying the bank holiday weekend. Jonathan Redbourne, Ryan in Radler, and shout-out to Ollie in St Albans. Hello to you all. Other people have been in touch as well. I'm sure we'd all love to hear what they have to say. Can you please give a shout-out to my good friend and colleague, Dee Dancer? It's her birthday and we should have been enjoying a party in Mayfair. Please make her birthday a little bit more special while she's in lockdown. Best wishes and lots of love from Yvonne Beckley. It's probably your best mate. My gorgeous wife Madeline, known as Maddie, is 30 today, but due to the recent circumstances, we'll be celebrating at home. We've been together for almost five years and tomorrow, 25th of May, is our second wedding anniversary. What is the symbol for wedding anniversary? Second wedding anniversary. Does anyone know? I don't know. Drop me a message. Uh, and we have a beautiful baby boy, Noah. Say hi to all the team. Uh, we all think you're fantastic. Uh, I love her very much. That's, this is from Sam Woodwill. Sam Willwood, the husband. You, you know, they've been together for five years, married for two. Uh, and I hope for me- and I hope for many happy years together. Sam, what a lovely message, and uh, you got there in the end. My daughter, Georgia Turner, was meant to be getting married to Christian Spenton in Ibiza. That's sad. No, seriously, it's sad that you're not doing it. But seriously, your guests are happy, aren't they? (laughs) Oh no, we've got to go to Ibiza. Don't worry, it's not happening. Obviously, it's been postponed. But we'll have a proper party uh, and the wedding when all this is over. It would be amazing if you could give her a mention. Uh, It would totally make her day. And that's from the mother of the bride, Lucinda Turner. Georgia and Christian, good luck to you both. You will get married someday, just not today. If you would like a shout-out for yourself or someone you know, then feel free to send your messages to this email address, daniel at radioverulam.com, 
daniel at radioverolum.com. As I say, it's best to send emails because I'm always leaving my phone in stupid places. But if you're under the age of 45 and use social media, I'm on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, RV Sunday Showcase or RV Sunday, you'll be able to find me. Same difference. And actually, I'd like to take this opportunity to say thank you to everyone who is sending in messages, whether it's by email or you're dropping me a DM on social media. Uh, communication is key in times like this. It's very important not to self-isolate too much and to kind of stay connected with people. Uh, it's certainly one of the things that brightens up my day, reading your messages. So thank you very much to everyone who is sending them in. That's me out of time for today. Thank you to everyone who joined me this afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your bank holiday weekend. And I'll look forward to seeing you next week for another Sunday Showcase podcast. Thanks for listening, if indeed you still are. Farewell.